Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, pick God the end. Jared Brandon with uh, Brandon One Pickups. Hey, everybody. It's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. We are thrilled to death that you are listening to our show just right along with us. It's like we're all sitting on a very small couch, all yes. squished together, sweating. Well, maybe not uh, sweating. It's not sweating. It's, well, it's if we're sitting down the wrong road there, between buddy. you guys. <laughs> That's right. Middle seat Todd. <laughs> right. I am. Don't go down I the wrong middle road. Seat Todd. Uh, well, um, and, and not to be forgotten, maybe most sweatiest of all is our uh, special guest tonight. Who are you, special guest? Uh, my name is Brian. Uh, Bicknell, I'm with Spruce Effects. Uh, we make guitar pedals, and I am actually very sweaty, so. All right. <laughs> yeah. Like by nature? Yeah, just by nature. I mean, right now. That means I'm, you're physically fit. Yeah. yeah. Sweaty by I, nature. That was the, run hot. the rep group that never really took off. <laughs> but, you're right. in the, but you're in the perfect location if you sweat, aren't you? Um, yeah, you know, it, it's been hot lately. So like anything above 80 and I'm just, I'm uh, in like butter town and become sweat town. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> On this week's perspiration uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I use Mitchum. I don't know about yeah. you. Guys. <laughs> okay. Mine's what my dad used to use. Mitchum? Yeah. Roll on. Yes. Yeah. It's the only stuff. I have a friend 62, Jared? No, my <laughs> wife wants it unscented. She hates smelly armpits. Huh. Yeah. That smell good. Well, there you <laughs> go. It's loaded with aluminum. Maybe there's something else going on. Yeah. Probably. Anyways. You see my shirts. I think they're aluminum <laughs> oh under the gosh. arms. I got to get us out of here. Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're really excited because we've got Spruce Effects on. And um, we've been following Spruce Effects on the old Instagrams for a long time. So we we're really thrilled to be able to find out what Brian has to tell us about his story and his pedals and things that are going on with him in his pedal world. For Before we get there, Brian, is that okay with you? Yeah, of course. Okay, great. <laughs> um, what are you drinking right now? Anything cold to drink, hot to drink? What are you? What's? What are you? Wetting your with a with a with? What are you wetting with a with? I've got um, a Coke Zero. Nice. What? My favorite. Yeah. I love Coke Zero. How can you? Yeah. How um, does anybody? There's nothing drink in that? it. It's zero. It doesn't. Yeah. But it doesn't even taste it like. Tastes exactly like. It's the same. It's the same exact thing. Oh, my thing. goodness. It tastes exactly yeah. like... Have you guys tried the... Um, I also have a half-drink can of Coke Life in front of me. Have you tried that? Coke, Coke Life? Life? Yeah, check this out. This will blow your mind. It's it's less calories, so There's it's, a cocaine it's, joke in there somewhere. No, the there's... <laughs> Coke Life, it'll blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> it'll make you feel yeah. alive. <laughs> um, but it's cane sugar and stevia, and it's like almost half the calories. Um Oh. And I, I decided to try it out. I don't like it because it's not it's not real Coke. And if I'm going to drink a real Coke, I might as well just go full full bodied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I like the Coke Zero. I like making mixed drinks with Coke Zero because it yeah, tastes like regular Coke. Man, you yeah. are out of your mind. <laughs> we need the Coke Pepsi test. Yeah. A blindfold oh, I, I, test. I can do it. I can do it I, so easy. Well, oh, pe- it doesn't matter because Pepsi is better and all of that stuff. Uh, but anyways, uh, on the other soft drink show, we're going to get moving <laughs> around here. Um, Don't we have some people to thank? We sure do. We need to thank... Rule! 
All right, Rode Mics for hooking us up with the Rodecaster Pro machine, the thing, the that command looks like module, the, the Darth Vader of podcasting, and uh, uh, we also have our uh, Procaster mics. And with our articulating, articulating arms. arms. We're back in business, baby. Back in business, baby. No Roadmasters this week? No Roadmasters. Oh. <laughs> Just no. a Roadcaster. Uh, yes, that Roadmaster is many things. That is a that is a turn that is a name, uh, a label name for so many things. It's crazy. Yeah. Everybody go look up Roadmaster and you will have everything from bikes to cars to all kinds of stuff. Nice. I, I couldn't think of the, all the other things. Anyways, uh, didn't PV have a Roadmaster amp? Uh, yeah, I think they might have. Yeah. Probably. I think they well, did. he invented a lot of stuff, so might as well. Maybe he invented the original one. Don't think so. No. All right. Uh, we also want to remind everybody that we are on the YouTube, and now it's just a podcast right now, so you can listen along, and you can look at our big three dumb faces. That's how you know you're on, on our show. Um, we also have all of our old library, but eh, focus on the early stuff. <laughs> I mean, don't focus on the early stuff. Focus on the later stuff. Because um, that is literally warts and all back then. But um, but we were doing it. We were making it. We were making it happen. Some good times back primitive. then. Primitive. It was a little bit primitive. And we didn't have all of the uh, the whole show layout. Oh, well, we certainly yet. did not have the Roadcaster Pro. No, we didn't. <laughs> we did not. But I know something we did have. Fun. Love. Oh, fun, <laughs> fun, love, love and fun. Uh, I guess we could put love in there. Okay. All right. Um, and actually you make a good point because, uh, I am pulling forward some of our earlier guests because a lot has happened since we've talked to them, uh, just like copper sound pedals. They're, they're one of the earlier guests. Yeah. Um, lots gone on since then. So we, we, yeah. you know, it's a really good idea. We want to hear what, what's new with a lot of old, all of our older friends. Um, all right, let's get into what's going on in our music worlds this week. We're going to start off with Tony and then head over to Brian. And uh, Brian, where are you calling from right now, by the way? Like geographically or? Geographically. Um, Redwood City, California. Oh, man, I love it up there. Yeah, it's nice. I absolutely love it. Do they have any trees there? No, they have not anymore. <laughs> a few. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, hit it. So, I don't know, an episode, episode, episode or two ago, uh, I was talking about the 108 guitar book, uh, which is absolutely beautiful. Came in, uh, it was everything that I remembered. Um, and the beauty of it is this photographer um, treated the guitars more like objects of art, as opposed to, you know, the typical guitar book that has, you know, here's the body, here's the headstock, here's this, this. So she focused in on some really cool features on a lot of the of uh, of the guitars. So that one came in, and I had also bid on a paperback version, which is when you hold the two up side by side. The paperback version is about thirty percent smaller in size. Oh, so the photos they're nice, but they're not as nice as the big heavy. I just love a big heavy leather bound kind of book. Um, so. Now I have a, a copy of each, so I'll take the paper back down to the shop. So I have that down there, but uh, but I got a, that one for a steal too. So nice. So I'm very happy, and uh, I like books. That's great, man. If I, I can't afford it. the guitars, I buy the books. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> Super duper, Brian. Tell us yes. what's up. 
Well, I have been, you know how everyone kind of ebbs and flows in like the, the gear addiction, um, and it flares up sometimes. Yes. Um, I'm in like a like no, a hot, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm in the hot zone right now. Um, so I've been purchasing some things uh, for better for worse um, in every category, I guess. So like to start out with, I've basically replaced all the pickups in my guitars with Righteous Sound um, pickups, um, which are phenomenal if you haven't had a chance to check them out. Um, so Telecaster, ES-335 style, um, what else do I have? Jazzmaster, um, I don't have any P90s from them yet, but I'm gonna probably do that next. Mm. Um, and they're just so great. Um, and so I've been like really digging, like opening up all my guitars and, cause it's kind of in the general wheelhouse um, that I'm operating in, but it's, it's a totally different world and it's a lot of fun to rewire a guitar up when you're you know, knee deep in PCBs all day. Um, mm. And then I got this um, Magnatone um, Varsity Reverb. Um, they, the company is, you know, back now. Um, and I got it for a good deal. And um, I had a shipping issue where it was came broken. And they were great, great people to work with, the store I was working with. And they sent me a replacement straight from the factory. And it's just cool. great. It's just a cool amp. And I've been trying to play that as much as possible. What what do you um, what is it that you like about that particular amp? Because I know that they are making a comeback, but they haven't they haven't really gone fully mainstream to where people can go like, oh, it sounds like that. Yeah, um, it's just kind of like a bright, punchy sound. Um, I, and I got it for the reverb. It doesn't have the vibrato um, that Magnetone is famous for, but um, that was more of a price thing for me because their stuff that they're making with that feature is just way more expensive. Um, but I, I really just wanted like a kind of unique, different sounding, um, smaller-ish combo uh, with reverb. And so it kind of fell into my lap. Nice. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of, I've been doing that. Oh, I bought a Dan Electro DM25 um, from the 60s. I, I have a lot of vintage gear. That's kind of like what I like. Uh, um, that's your weakness, your kryptonite. Yeah. And so, like, I have all my reverb search filters, like, for mint condition or, or excellent condition. <laughs> stuff from the 60s so it's like you know the ridiculous thing will pop up now and then like the you know the ten thousand dollar vibra lux or something and then once in a while it's like ooh, that looks nice that's not too expensive um so yeah yeah that's always fun if you can find something i we, i found an odd one that with tony and i were talking about uh guitars and it was just kind of fun to go oh look at this one you know and went a little bit back and forth and it's still out of my price range but uh most things are so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a good deal on Craigslist for that Dan Electro though. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Jared, how about yourself, buddy? Yeah, I'm. You know, I, I'm. I'm the same way. I, I get the, I get the hankering for a new piece of gear and uh, something that's been kind of just in the back of my mind for the last five years is, uh, I've always wanted one of the best sounding guitars you could ever get, which is a pre-1970 Martin uh, mm -hmm. that has the all-Brazilian back. So I've been just kind of eyeballing and eyeballing for a long time. And um, my theory is the more beat up the guitar is, the more it's been used, the most likely it sounds really good. 
because you know if it's not if it's in mint condition why hasn't it been played you know what i mean right so give me the old beat up martin and so i i found one for a really good price and um i bought it yesterday and i'm getting it tomorrow nice fun and he he just used regular ups he charged a lot. He like he was going to charge me two hundred dollars shipping. What? Yeah, and I looked on on the thing on his, uh, you know, on the description, and then I email him like, "Hey man, what's with the two hundred dollar U.S. you know USPS first class?" And he's like, "He's like, oh no, I got you know hammered. His price is not negotiable. I got hammered last time." I'm like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, don't worry. I'm going to ship UPS and I'm going to use plywood." And then I said, "Oh, all you have to all you had to say was plywood, <laughs> like a crate." So, like yeah, he's going to crate it up. Oh it. yeah, he's going to crate that thing up, so nothing's going to happen. So I, I was really happy. I'll pay more money as long as they do anything they can to protect it from the evil yeah. forces of the delivery man. Interesting. You know, you know your delivery so. man's not going to like hauling up a sixty pound crate. <laughs> Actually, I'm as I'm like friends with all those UPS guys. I, yeah. I I try to do my best to hey, you need a water or you know how you doing? How's the kids? You know, I try to be as nice as possible so they remember that. Yeah, so they don't you know try to score a goal on my porch with a box. Ventura style, right? <laughs> so I mean. Yeah, That's I'm cool. Where's it super from? duper duper North Carolina or South Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah, so excited about it. And he had a demo and everything sounded good on the thing on the demo. But you know when you have it in your hands, That's, and yeah, I think I I know how good a, a guitar really sounds when somebody else is playing it and, I, and I'm right in front of it. Right. You know that's when you really know, mm-hmm. like a microphone. So, exactly. Yeah. No, I, when you're, you know, no. When the sound hole is is away from you, you can't hear it very well. Like a microphone. No, like a speaker. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> what about you, Ted? That's my thing. <laughs> why are you? Why are you Tony doing that? Are, Tony and I are having fun with Jerry because he's like way off mic. He's and he's like, yeah, like a microphone. <laughs> Like um, like uh, yeah. Anyways. I didn't even I didn't, I didn't realize it. Yeah, that's what's I so know. funny about it. Well, I was uh, I uh, I've gotten a couple uh, interesting things on the board as of as of late, and uh, I was having some fun with the uh, the Hello Sailor pedal Hello, that, that was uh, Hello Sailor that uh, that he made up for me, and uh, was just kind of tweaking around with some tones and stuff, and then I hit a chord, and I was like. Dang man, that sounds a lot like everything on Electric from the Cult. I was like, "Well, guess I'm gonna stay here for a while," <laughs> and just had it was just great. Just down in the basement, not playing my own music because like sometimes I got to take a break from like trying to make stuff, and mm-hmm. and it was just great just to go. Oh yeah, yeah, this one too. Uh, Wildflower, bang, whoosh, you know, ah, so good. Well, that's Billy awesome. Duffy. Thank you, my man. Wherever you are in the world right now, for making. Your kick-ass rock and roll. Oh, here he comes now. What? <laughs> Special guest. Yes. Boy, that would be a treat to have him on. You know? Yeah. Because I'm sure he listens to the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. He can't wait till the next yeah, episode. I know. Out. I know. He's on pins and needles over there and <laughs> wherever in something Hamfordshire, Sorfjenston in uh, England. Anyways, uh, 
I think it's time for some of this. One, two, one, two, three. Four on the floor. Tony Baloney. No. If you were found yourself in a knife fight, would you rather have a Tour Gear Design patch cable or a Coke Zero? I do like Coke Zero mm. an awful lot. Yes. And I think... <sighs> I think you could throw a can. Is the is the can f- filled? You can. You throw that can. You know why? Because you want to hang on to that tour gear design I'm patch the, cable. I'm keeping the cables. Because they're fantastic. That's why. They're like crepes. They're like crepes, but they're different. They're actually patch cables. And they are so flat, and they are so well built, and they are so affordable that you would be a dumb dumb. If you didn't get some of those. <laughs> Who you call a dumb dumb? Uh, think about it. For yeah. a couple of cans of that that Coke Zero, yeah. you could end up with a really sweet piece of gear. Yeah. And um you and would it, be and it's, you would be lasts a long time. You would they last a long time. And they're cool and, they're and they cool. work. They work and they're they take up like zero space on your board. Just like a Coke Zero. Well, don't pour a Coke Zero on your board. Don't do that. Anyways, head on over to Tour Gear Designs dot com forward slash discounts forward slash the guitar knobs and you will get 10% off your entire order because you can do up your whole board for very little dough do you have that on our website very little headache just click and go there I will I think you should (laughs) I I know I should I guess people you know people love to point and click I'll tell you where it is. If you go to our Instagram, it's on the uh, bio link in the link tree. Ah. So there is a direct link there. That yeah, makes so it do easier. That. Anyways, check them out. They're fantastic. They were on the show. You can uh, if should you, they subscribe while they're over they there? They should too? subscribe. Doggone it! <laughs> it's so easy. All you got to do is hit follow. People, if you're on the Instagram, just hit follow. But anyways, more about Brian Bicknell right now. Nice <laughs> <laughs> um, segue. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna find out his actual four on the floor. That's what we're doing right now, and we can't wait to hear it. Brian, tell yes. us your four on the floor. All right, um, I gave this a lot of thought, um, and as someone who builds guitar pedals, um, you know, I just don't really use them that often. Um, and it's not because I don't like them. It's because I'm too busy designing and building pedals for you. Mm. Um, so Good it's, answer. It's, yeah. <laughs> Did you rehearse that? <laughs> no, I just made it up. <laughs> um, but I do have some sort of standout um, favorites, um, some from friends and a, and a couple vintage ones. So I think I'm going to start out with, um, the, and I'm holding it right now, too. I've got them in front of me. Um, the Pelican Noiseworks Pelotar. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good one. And if you're not familiar, I don't know how in depth you want me to go with my my uh, love affair for these effects, but um, dig in deep. Give us a love, baby. D- deep. Okay. Deep. Um, but I, I consider Leon to be a good friend. Um, we've collaborated a few times before. Um, we have two of our own versions of the Pelotar, but I have the original one in my hand. And I think it's like serial number like thirty or something. So wow. Um, I'm not going to sell it ever, but it's great. It's just such a cool idea. Um, in the world of dirt, you don't get to see a lot of um, unique sort of um, operational ideas. Like there are a lot of unique sounds and fuzz and dirt can sound different, but um, the blending of these two very different um, fuzz uh, with the, the treble that um, sort of acts in reverse for 
the respective circuit as you change it, which is really cool. So it's kind of like kind of hurts your brain to like try and think about what it's doing. So you just kind of like are forced to play it and just find where you like it, um, which I really like. Um, and it's just such a cool idea and, and a great pedal. And he's done well for himself um, with this uh, little funny um, graphic of a pelican with a horse's head. So uh, <laughs> in case you were wondering what a, what a pelotar was, that's what that is. Um, it's a mythical creature. It's a really good pickup. I yeah. mean, pedal. Pickup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a pickup pedal. Pickup on my mind all the time. That's no, a really good pedal. Yeah, didn't he, didn't he used to have the the plush Pelotars too? Was that is that? The, yeah, yeah, he had the little yeah. toy ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are cool. I don't have one, but I'd, if Leon's listening, I he should mail me one for free. Leon, get him on. <laughs> the last one, I think when we yeah. had him on, he was in the process of reordering. Yes. Oh, yes. great. Indeed. Yeah. Cool. I actually, this could be a total lie, but um, I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> Tell I'm me. Pretty sh- I'm Tell pretty me sure that his wife takes two different stuffed animals and cuts the head off of one of them and, <laughs> and sews it onto that's the other. No, I could see that. That's even better. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's yeah, good. So. That's, that's a fun idea. That's a sweet little lie. Yeah. yeah. If it's untrue, that's what they should start doing, even if it costs more. Right. <laughs> They're handmade. That's the love. That's right. Yeah. Cool. What do you got for number two? All right. Number two is, um, is a pedal from, I don't know if they're, well-known or not well-known, but it's um, uh, the builder is formerly from my area, so that's how we hooked up, but it's um, Mad Mojo Electronics. Are you familiar with that brand? Mad Mojo. There's, yes. a, lot of, there's a lot of things named Mojo. There's yeah. like Mojo Hand, there's Mojo Tone, Mojo there's Tone, Mojo, Mojo Music Supply, there's Mojo Jojo. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is called the Mercury Overdriver. Um, Mad Mojo Mercury Overdriver. Oh, wait, I've heard of that one. And it's orange and sparkly, and yep. it looks great. Um, but it's just like a really good... Um, it, I don't know, it's just a well-designed pedal. It's I like I like dirt pedals, if you didn't know that. <laughs> um, yeah, me too. That's kind of where I stay. Um, that's Schnobel. S- stay in my lane. Yeah, Schnobel has a um, review of it, I think. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, it's just like, I don't know. I, I got it probably four or five years ago before he moved away, but um, I was pretty new at that point in like the serious pedal game, and it's just so beautiful to look at on the inside. It sounds so good. It's just well thought out. It's got this focus knob um, that's like super powerful with the tone control, and I, I like simple but um, powerful EQ. Um, mm-hmm. We try to do that in our stuff too, but this focus control just like really changes. Um, I actually don't even know what it does, but I think it's sort <laughs> of like um, I think it it adds gain to low or highs depending on where it is, um, which is which is pretty cool. Um, and you can really hear it, um, obviously, depending on your guitar and rig. But it's just great. It's like a kind of always on overdrive. Um, nice, and I really love that. Um, and it's orange. I mean, we love that. Yeah, it's sparkly and orange, and it's got a cool little like hand engraved uh, like aluminum plate on it. Um, nice. And then the inside is phenomenal. I'll send you guys a picture of it later. But um, yeah, and then that's my number two. Um, my number three is a pedal that I actually don't own. Um, so this is where it gets a little bit um, quite pleasant. all right. 
but um, I've made a lot of this circuit um, personally, and I'm just in love with the the Mark III tone bender. Um, and I know it's not like the most popular. People like the Mark I because it sizzles, and the Mark II because of all of the famous folks that used it. Um, but I just like that third knob, and um, a well-made Mark III tone bender can do um, a lot. And it's one of those pedals where, like, you know how you kind of are, like, you're playing, and you, you don't really have that much time, and you're like, all right, I got 15 minutes, I'm going to just kind of jam out for a minute. Mm -hmm. And then you, you, hit, you hit on that pedal, whichever one that pedal is for you, and for me it's this one. And, you know, before you know it, it's like 90 minutes are gone. And you're like your partner's screaming at you, and like you're like sweating, and like you don't even remember what song you were playing, and like you just like kind of like we're in this trance because it just sounded good, um, and that's what that pedal does for me. That sounds a lot like the the uh, chat that we had over Instagram when I got your Gale. Like oh. honestly, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. That's yeah. Oh, that's right. You sent me pictures of your fingers. I, <laughs> that's, that, yes, I did. That sounds <laughs> you know a little weird. It might have been a little weird, but no. uh, it was good reason. Actually, you know great. what? I'll, I'll post that picture now that you okay. brought that up because that's that is that is the picture of of joy. That's what that is to me. Yeah. That's, uh, I really appreciated that, so thank you. You, you better believe it, man. <laughs> you need to make a life-size poster of that. Okay. To be really small. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, okay, that was weird. How about number four? All right, number four is um, another kind of cheater one. Um, I apologize. But it is a, um, a... It's the first pedal that I ever made. And it's not my circuit, so I'm not cheating. It's not one of my products. I will never sell it. Um, but it is a DIY circuit called the Runoff Groove um, Supro, and they spell it S-U-P-R-E-A-U-X. Um, <laughs> Very on a Baton Rouge. Yeah, and so clearly, uh, if you ha couldn't figure it out, it's a Supro-based pedal. Um, mm. But it's from uh, Runoff Groove, which is a DIY website. And I thought about this a lot, and this pedal is really important to me because a lot of times um, pedal builders, I mean, the community is amazing, you guys know this, and everyone kind of shares information. The, the little guys talk to the medium guys and talk to the big guys, and it's like, great, you jump on the forums and Robert Keeley's in there commenting, and you know, you've got all these other people who are just, you know, very giving and, and helpful. And so back when I was sort of uh, cutting my teeth, so to speak, um, you know, back in the, I guess, like early mid 2000s, I was, um, you know, like everyone else, the internet was, was very popular, but, you know, a lot of the gear forums were kind of just getting like super um, popular, I guess. Um, not to use the same word twice, but, <laughs> and, so, and so. Take it back. Know, <laughs> it was not popular. I take it back. Um, but. You know, a lot of pedal guys that came out of that time um, learned a lot from mm -hmm. these, like, you know, Robert Keeley, I mentioned him, and he's kind of like an all-star, but, like, they're, like, these DIY rock who are, like, larger than life if you are if you nerd out to that kind of stuff. And they would show up on the forum and reply to your dumb noob comment or question with, you know, grace and kindness and just offering so much information for free. Um, so it was, like, kind of the Wild West where these, like, super famous 
like amazing pedal designers are like, oh yeah, I designed this really cool, you know, super unique overdrive circuit. I'm just going to post it on the internet for all these dorks to build for free. Um, and so that pedal is very special to me. I still have it. Um, and it's just a really great um, sort of story that I, I, I like to remind myself. I have it hanging on one of my pedal shelves and um, I look at it fondly, even though it was built by me in the early days and is a total train wreck on the inside. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my number four. Nice. Excellent, excellent. Well, we love a good story about pedals and stuff and uh, that, that was one. That was, that was a good story. That was, that was, four, good, that was four good that stories. That was four good stories. That leads us to saying a great big, humongous, check out this segue. Thanks, John Finnell, johnfinnell.com, uh, extraordinary producer, recording engineer, etc. And uh, we're guitar grateful. Guitar tone guru. Guitar tone guru. That's John. And that's where we are. We have parked our studio here um, in, the, in the back broom closet. And uh, it's, <laughs> it literally is, it's a big, giant broom closet, but... Um, with it's it's ours for right now. So thank you very much, John Finnell, for hooking us up. If you are interested in finding your guitar tone and helping to understand how you can get it tracking better, it's one thing to hear it live. It's another thing to hear it uh, as it's recorded, and, and he can certainly help do that. So uh, you can check him out, johnfinnell.com. That's J-O-N-F-I-N-T-E-L.com. That's John. Yeah. Oh, there's a jingle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's right. All right. Um, so anyways, let's see here. We need to find out uh, what's going on with, with the whole Spruce Effects thing. Now, we're certainly not the, the first people to go like, hey, check out Spruce Effects, everybody. Spruce. Look at what these guys do. <laughs> you know, you've, you've been around for a little while, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you use spruce. In, you use spruce in all of your pedals. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, I put a little spruce branch in <laughs> each one. Spruce. A little spruce. <laughs> Blue spruce. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so. Uh, that's a really weird thing. The whole blue spruce thing. I can't remember what. Oh, that was from uh, uh, Toast of London. If you uh, try. Oh, okay, great. tiny spruce connection segue. Um, if you have not seen. For whatever reason, if you have not seen Toast of London on Netflix, please, please give it a shot. It is one of the funniest things series I have ever seen. Period. And there's and and you have to watch till till the end of the series to get the blue spruce thing. <laughs> so there's your Easter egg, blue spruce. Anyways, um, I like how you said that. Yes. Uh, so okay. Brian, you've got uh, an extraordinary um, product here. You've got some great pedals that you're making right now. You've made some in the past. I'd like to find out um, a little bit about where you're drawing your... Maybe let's start with where you're at currently because I think there's a lot going on with, what in, with your world currently. Yeah. Um, I can kind of run through like the sort of summary of of the different things that we're trying to do but we we kind of had this um not like moment of clarity but we we, we definitely sort of refined some of our focus in the last year where um we really like classic circuits we're not really into like doing historical clone replicas which not because those aren't awesome i i love sort of historically accurate clones um and there are tons of amazing builders out there. I mean, just go on Instagram and just like, 
you could like sit there drooling for you know hours just looking at these gut shots of of these really talented people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we kind of separated our line into basically three sort of standalone um, areas where we've got the classic series, the etched series, um, and then the Americana series. And so the classic series is um, the the two pedals that I sent you guys, um, the Gale and the Arborist. Um, The Gale's been around for a couple years now, um, but we kind of redid the artwork uh, with Jordan from Pinebox Customs. Um, And... um, but those are totally unique um, sort of homebrew uh, circuits that we worked up. Um, so they're not clones. They're not based on anything or derivatives. Um, I mean, you'll find elements of things in there because there are only a, a few ways to distort your guitar. <laughs> but um, at their core, they're they're pretty unique. Um, and that's what we want to kind of keep for the classic series. And um, so we've got another one coming out hopefully soon. Um, and uh, the etch series is kind of where we're keeping all of our clones. We started doing these laser etch pedals, and they, I, you know, it was funny. Like I, th- I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna laser a tree onto a pedal and see what happens. And then people really liked it. Um, I guess people are into like minimalist stuff. Um, I personally don't get it, but whatever. If um, people want it, I'll give it to them. And um, that was a joke, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think they do look cool, but um, that's where we're doing sort of like our favorite, like our best of um, classic um, stuff. So like you can get a germanium fuzz face, you can get a range master, which in our opinion is um, the, the only guitar pedal ever needed by anyone. If you could only have one, um, that, that, that's a popular opinion by many. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and when I said that I don't really play guitar pedals, that's a lie. I I'll always have a range master. Um, decimating the front end of my amp. Um, so Ooh, decimating, <laughs> it, I like that. Yeah, turn it up all the way. There's no reason not to. Um, <laughs> 20 decibels straight in, no big deal. And um, and then, so yeah, we're just doing sort of like fun, you know, pretty inexpensive as far as, you know, like handmade germanium fuzz pedals go. Um, and the package is cool and we're changing up the colors, which has been really fun. Um, and so that's kind of the etch series, and then the Americana series, which is kind of like our premium. Are, is, may, may I ask you really yeah, quickly sure. uh, yeah, yeah. about the etch series? Uh, is yeah. that are you just going to hold right there, or is there anything you're going to add to that? Yeah, we're we're adding stuff at least like in the background um, all the time. We have like five three knobs that we have sort of in development um, that aren't available yet, but. Um, we're working on those. I heard um, that co- burp. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> it's that Coke Zero. It's so much carbonation. Can't get a kidder. Uh. All right, tell me where you want me to pick up. Oh, you're fine. We're rolling. Okay. I said, yeah. I <laughs> said a curse there. word though. Uh. You got to edit out the D word. Sorry I will. about that. I will. Okay. Um, anyways, <laughs> I like the colors in your Edge series, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah, um, the funny thing about those colors, um, we just let Jordan pick them all. Um, that's not like something we advertise. It's like, I'm like, hey, dude, I need like 50 enclosures. And he's like, all right, what colors? And I'm like, I don't know, you pick. And he's like, all right, I'll just send you, you know, 10 of five random colors. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's fine. And I just, I just go with it. And then so this last batch, I did like this brown one and this red sparkle one. And 
they sold super fast, which is, which oh, yeah. is great. Yep. Um, They're nice. But it was man. just like, it's just fun. Like, it's fun to just open up the box of, like, you know, they clank these enclosure boxes. You got this, like, 20, 30 pound box of enclosure, and it's like, it sounds like a box of screws just rolling around. <laughs> and then you open it up, and it's like Christmas, um, even though it's your own product, which is funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're, we're trying to add three knob versions of the Etch series. So, um, we kind of we did a big muff and a couple versions of big muffs early on and kind of ditched it because a lot of people do big muffs and mm-hmm. a lot of them are very good and so there's we didn't really see it but a reason for us to do it um, but we got a, a bunch of requests to do a, a three knob muff um, style fuzz and so we'll we'll add that eventually and then of course there's the Mark III tone bender which we'll add in um, we're Ooh, doing a Mark yeah. II we have a Mark II available which is the most popular one in the two knob. Um, yeah, so we're, we're constantly thinking of what to add and, and how to make it a little bit better. And Because um, that series is just really about options. Like, you go on the website, and our website isn't that great, but you can, like, click the drop-down menu, and it's like, ooh, I can get the red sparkle in uh, Shinai FY2 Companion Fuzz. Ooh, I can get a fuzz face, too. And so we're trying to, like, keep it sort of light and fresh um, with options, uh, but also recognizable, so... That's that. I don't know if that answers your question. That does. Great. Um, um, by the way, the the yeah. website on my smartphone is great. Oh, I mean, good. It, it's a nice website. Don't sell yourself short on that. Okay. Yeah. Well, my the best man at my wedding designed it, so if he's listening, um, uh, I, that's good to hear. I'm I sure like he'll... the little. I like the trees in the background and the little. The way you scroll up and down, it's great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Pictures. Yeah. Good photography. Yeah. On, the, on this week's design. Yeah. Pod, <laughs> yeah. design. One, thing I, yeah. one thing I want to mention on the Etch series, if you're not careful, it, it looks like you're just buying this, the colors of yeah. the uh, of that that first, the, the Dallas Arbiter Range Master. Right. It, it, I had to double check that because I was like, that's a lot of... Wait, are these all just the single purchases for that single color? No, 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 they're not. You got the you got the Dallas Arbiter Fuzz Face, uh, the Rangemaster, the Guild Foxy Lady, and two knob version, not the three three knob big muff, right? And the Solar Sound uh, MK Two Tone Banner. So they're all on there. So if you're just scrolling, it's because they, the pedals all look identical except for the colors. Right. So yep. Um, get yourself that's that's a great deal on on a fantastic uh, design and and a great um, you know great sounding pedal. So how about the yeah. Americana series? Yeah, let's jump yeah. over to that. That um, how much time do we have? <laughs> you have as much that, time as you need. Oh man! So we had this like vision of, um, and I get I, I've said the word premium like so many times talking to people about this that I hate that word now, but. We wanted to make like a like a, like a pedal experience where like you just get the box in the mail and like from the second the mail person sort of delivers it like you know you get that like fluttery butterfly feeling like I'm sure you're gonna get when your Martin rolls in tomorrow um, mm, yeah and and like so we we were like all right we're not gonna just like come up with a cool concept do the thing and then and then kind of just make them we want we like lasered in on every single detail like way too many hours and we spent a year basically developing like the concept um and so it was it was a lot of work but the basic premise is like 
we wanted to create like super unique but also classic um, sounding. And the first three have been dirt pedals. Um, the next one is not. And if you want to talk about that later, we can. Um, and just like in a limited release, because they're such a pain in the in the rear to make. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if if you open one up, it's every single component for the most part is. Um, you know, on turrets, so we hand place like every single turret in the hole. Oh wow! And you, have, and you have to flip the thing over and solder every single one, or stake it in, depending on the the model. And so, like for volcanoes, for example, I think there are like seventy three turrets or something absurd. <laughs> and wow. so, like, they're just like the first five are fun to build. Just telling you, but like after that, it's um, I just have to remind myself like. This is worth it. Like you're you're seeing your vision and like you know dreams to the to fruition. Like just keep going. <laughs> Whereas like the other stuff is much easier to crank out. Um, but it's just like you know we wanted to put it in a cool package, so it comes in a lunchbox, like an old retro tin lunchbox that's silk screened. Every little sort of detail we've tried to think of and make it sort of feel like super special and. Um, you know, we wanted to do like a really great sounding pedal, but also one that looks cool, and then one that f like feels different than all of the other pedals that you sort of get in the mail and open up. Um, mm -hmm. And so we put a lot of thought into that. Um, and then there's the whole national park thing. You know, our brand is really about um, you know basically trees. <laughs> <laughs> I built a brand on trees. Yes. Um, <laughs> And so we wanted to do like an homage, I guess, um, to, I don't know if you've seen like the old lithograph posters from like the um, 1940s. Old travel posters? Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're like super popular to like recreate now and there are tons of cool artists like, like remaking them for parks that never got featured. But we wanted to do like this sort of handmade, like sort of... Um, super focused landscape. We wanted it to look like a painting, basically. Um, and so Jordan from Pinebox Customs, um, if you don't notice the theme, uh, yeah. <laughs> we work with him a lot. He was down for the challenge. And so I'm pretty sure like before we even made the first pedal, it was like 13 months of like art design wow. back and forth. I was doing all the circuit design like in the background. Um, Jordan... Um, you know that wasn't something that he was working on with me but like every single thing to the like tag that he silk screened and like the fonts and like i don't know how he still talks to me because that process was like <laughs> uh <laughs> tedious yeah. uh to, to put it kindly and we're we're really stoked with how it came out and people seem to respond um we sold the 40 um saguaros in 40 minutes which was kind of cool that's uh, awesome. I think, it was, I think it was like 37. I rounded up because it sounded cooler to say 40 and 40. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> now, are, were, was yeah. the you got the Acadia, the Volcanoes, and the Suarez? Is that yeah? Or are, are they all the same circuit? No, they're all different. Okay. Um, yeah. So those three are they're all fuzz. Um, there's a germanium component. Um, Volcanoes is a hybrid, so there's germanium and silicon mm -hmm. in there, um, and um, they're 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 very unique um, in terms of like what they can do. Um, but they do have their roots in kind of the '60s germanium um, style stuff. Right, um, and the only one available. There are none available. None available. Yeah. But so, yeah, we're doing it kind of like Spaceman 
you we do the drop on the first of every other month so the next yeah. one's coming out on uh, november 1st okay um yeah so you heard it here first Wait, uh, which november one is f- coming out oh should i say well yeah it's secret just okay, lie don't tell, tell us a sweet little lie man no no let them wait for it something right, big's lie. coming something big's coming november 1st yeah okay um if we can get it working. <laughs> if you um, can get it working. <laughs> awesome. How much time do I have? Uh, what's the date? See, that, um, that's really cool that, you know, I, I like that you're able to say, I've got a core thing going on and I can do these special things. Because those, those special things, it's like, that's the kind of thing that once you start getting, you know, a little bit of that gear acquisition syndrome, that's the thing you look for. And, and yeah. even, even if it's like, yeah, I may have 10 fuzz pedals, but, but I want this one too. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. yeah. And it makes it special. Yeah. And we're trying to like, we ran into a problem kind of with the first one where like it sold, it sold in like four hours or something. And we only made 25 of them. So that was a little bit smaller run, but you know, like at that moment, like I was getting all these DMS and emails from people who like, they were, they were actually angry people. Like I got probably fifteen or twenty messages over the the following few days of that release, where people were like, "What? Like, what? What's wrong with you? Why can't I buy one? Like, don't you want my money?" <laughs> like, and I'm like, "Well, I guess I do, but like, it's not about that. Like, I I had to commit to how many I could make in the time that I had to make them, and like, they're tedious. I'm sorry. I'm I'm really sorry." <laughs> and so. Um, we made a little bit more of, of the Saguaro's one and didn't get any any angry um, potential customers' uh, yeah. emails from that one. So, Well, the cool yeah, thing is special. you've got no shortage of amazing parks to draw from. Yes, we have quite the list. The yes. spreadsheets for this stuff are uh, uh, daunting. That's, that's, <laughs> that's outstanding. That's really cool. I, I like that you're doing that. I grew up on the West Coast and spent many, many, many uh, days, months, weeks, the whole thing up and up and down the uh, the entire West Coast at all the different parks and everything. So I've I have a I have a love for that. That I if you've spent time there and you get it, you get it, and it never leaves you. You know that's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's exactly what we're trying to kind of. invoke with with folks is like if you're looking for something new a great sounding fuzz but like you're tired of you know everything looking the same or or just kind of being the thing that you buy we're hoping that like this series like the thought that we put behind it people are going to kind of identify with that we got a ton of good feedback that people are like oh you know i'm from maine originally and like that picture when i saw acadia like it made me like remember those you know vacations i took with my grandparents who are dead and like oh, it's so cool thank you for making that and like wow. that's exact that's the kind of stuff we're going for that's awesome man with that stuff so. but the uh, parks are special well let's uh let's a quick touch on you have your your core series which anybody can just pretty much buy anytime they want right yeah, etched and classic stuff is like just normal. We we change the colors sometimes, but they're they're usually always available. So all right, let's discuss those real quick, and then yeah. you have a special thing that you just did that I want to touch on too. Sure. Yeah. So, um, do you want to talk about the Gale? I do want to talk about the Gale. Okay. 
Do you want the origin story of the gale? I want the origin story of the gale, <laughs> and then I'll regale my my. Uh, <laughs> see what I did right there. My yeah. little my little story. Okay, go ahead. Um, yeah. So uh, the gale uh, was a an idea we had where we wanted to make like a fuzz distortion. Um, we don't really play personally distortion pedals that much. Um, obviously, we have ones that we like, but we wanted to make something that like did you know, the kind of like three stages of dirt, which is like the sort of low gain, kind of like making your amp sort of like work a little bit. And then you can get into like, you know, distortion territory where it's like, you know, saturated. And then, you know, like full on fuzz where it's like, just like, you just want to, you know, play the D chord until the sun comes up kind of I'm thing. drooling um, right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we uh, our good friend John at uh, Electronic Audio Experiments. Um, John I who? Don't re- John Snyder. Drink. Hey, drink. <laughs> Wait, what's that game? <laughs> it's the John Snyder drinking yeah, game. Literally gets mentioned every <laughs> oh my gosh. podcast. But he's been on three times? Two, two times. Two times. Two times, yeah. So anyways, all right. Wow. That's Hi, John. Cool. I, <laughs> yeah, hey John. Um, I'm gonna butcher the story right now if you're listening. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna tell my version of it. This is how I remember it. But um, you know, I, we talk all the time, and and he's such a great guy. Um, and I'll actually give him a quick plug. John Snyder from Electronic Audio Experiments. You should take a drink now if if you drink. He is. Uh, I think he's the most prolific and talented guitar pedal designer in the world. That is my opinion. My opinion is not worth much, but he is, uh, if you spend just a few hours getting to know him and talking to him about effects, like he's he's smarter and, and more equipped and has better intuition than anyone I've ever talked to in this business. Um, and I can't say enough nice things about him. And he's, and he doesn't like to talk about it, but he is very young. I don't know how old you guys are. Um, well, let's but, not get into that. Yeah, he I is. Mean, what John's about twelve or thirteen now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just got his PhD too, so uh, he's Doogie Hauser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know who Doogie Hauser is. That's how young he is. So. Yeah, yeah. Wow. that's. You're. You're. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. Uh, but anyways, back to the Gale. So we uh, we approached him. And by approach, I mean I probably sent him like a drunk text or something. And <laughs> I think and, you're handsome. I didn't yeah. mean to write handsome. It just came out. <laughs> Can you make me a pedal? <laughs> I think you're smart too. Yeah. <laughs> Your beard is cute. I mean big. <laughs> um, but uh, we essentially were like, hey, we want to make a germanium-powered distortion fuzz that doesn't resemble anything. And he was like, all right, cool, let's do it. So our the first version of it, you know, we we basically prototype, you know, digitally and then I'll make one and then I mail it to him and then he like gives notes and then like, you know, cuts it apart and hacks it and sends it back to me and then I look at it and then you know the the whole back and forth ensues. I don't even know how many versions of it I sent over there. But um basically it started out as like a really really good sounding low gain overdrive and it was like really good and i really liked it um and i was like dude we need more gain and he was like well it kind of does what it's supposed to and it's really cool and i was like no man we got to turn this thing into a rager let's add some gain stages and when you know whatever we did we did and so it like sort of evolved from this like really nice sounding sort of low gain um 
I don't want to say transparent, but you know, like a like a pedal that you like just kind of for a little bit of oomph and a little EQ and just controlling your tone a little bit more, a little little tasty, whatever. And and I was like not satisfied with it. Um, and so <laughs> I I just envision you saying, "Dear John, not <laughs> satisfied. Send." <laughs> I think we use the term gain juice a lot. It needs more gain juice. Um, well, this one definitely has gain juice oh, man. to spare. Yeah. And so, you know, it went through, I think we went through probably like four or five revisions and, and you know, we added the stuff that needed to be added and, you know, really refined the, the clipping section and whatever. And, and then, so I sent the, I think I sent this final prototype to John and I was like, all right, this is great. I love it. It's got five knobs. And if you if you look at your Gale, um, mm-hmm. it has four knobs, mm-hmm. and you might be wondering, well, where did the fifth knob go? And so John was testing it, and he was like, "All right, dude, I I think I'm onto something. This sounds great. It's it's great. Let's you know, I think I'm done with the overall sort of whatever, and you know, let's kind of call it there. But the two gain controls, so the fifth knob was an extra gain control." Um, that controlled the 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 gain of the the input stage. So there was like a just a regular you know silicon transistor gain stage at, at the beginning of the circuit. And he said that he was finding that he was turning, he was setting the the two gain knobs at the same level and getting the best tones. So he was like, let's just put them on the same knob. And so as you turn up the gain on the gale, it it's essentially, you know, slamming your input at the same time that it's increasing, like essentially the the clipping gain stage that you would find in like a normal distortion fuzz. So it's like, I mean, I haven't mapped it or scoped it, but it's you know, it sounds like sort of like an exponential or logarithmic relationship where like as you turn it up, you'll notice like past twelve on the gain control, it starts to get like really hairy, and that's because it's actually controlling two independent um, stages at the same time. Um, and so that was like where the sort of like aha moment was for me. And he was like, let's do it like that. And like the, as soon as we, you know, built out the, the final prototype to have that feature, it was like, oh crap, this is like, this is tasty. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And that resulted in my finger picture. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm going to print out, um, full size. <laughs> yes. Full size. Uh, so, what I, I, I immediately uh, I called up uh, or I, I sent a text to these two guys and I was like, dudes, dudes, dudes. And then I was yapping at Tony and I think I described it as it just added so much life yeah. to the to the sound. Um, kind of like when you have, um, if you're really cranking your amp, mm-hmm. you can hear you can hear other tones happening. Yeah. It isn't just the one signal. You start to hear other things. And uh, uh, to me, that's what it sounded like. And I was just, I couldn't put the guitar down. Like, I yeah. mean, honestly, I all I did was, I, I, I did the unboxing. Like, I, you know, I do my unboxing thing. And I said, well, I got to plug this in before I go um, mess around with the, you know, put the kids to bed or whatever. <laughs> well, that resulted in, but I was in the basement way too long. The only reason I stopped playing, I might have lost my fingers, to be honest, if <laughs> if I didn't have to put my kids to bed. Oh, um, 
that pedal sounds so good. It sounds so good. And it's I'm it's only criminal because I've just now played it. Oh. <laughs> okay. So I highly encourage you if you have been thinking about getting a new drive pedal, if you have been thinking about trying to find something new or or just adding a little extra to what you do, um, I I could not recommend that pedal more. It is so good. So, oh, thanks. And that leads me to the latest special edition thing that you just did that um i think a lot of people missed out on you want to just tell us about that real quick and then we'll um and then we'll head on over and talk to jared yeah um so uh we were approached by um uh i guess a a client uh, or a customer someone who is familiar with our work or, or bought our pedals and they were like hey um you know we used to live in the bay area um, would you be interested in like doing like a fire relief pedal? And I, you know, this is like a couple months ago, so it, it was it was pretty bad then. And you know, I was like, I think I got the messages, and I was like in my workshop looking out at this, you know, my backyard in Redwood City, where the slogan is "Weather Best by Government Test," mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which is a funny slogan. <laughs> we can unpack that later if you want, yeah. um, but. You know, in the sky was like orange and it was like dark and it was like 3 p.m. And I was just like, sheesh, this is like bad news. Yeah, I'm down. Whatever you want, let's just do it. And so he was like, okay, cool. I'm a graphic designer. I'll, you know, I'll work on the, the artwork. And, you know, what are you thinking for circuit or just overall feel? And I was like, well, let's do a gale. Um, and we'll see what your artwork you come up with. And, and then we can kind of go from there. And, you know, we went back and forth for, for a while and, um, you know, he, he had, I don't know how many different versions of the art, but maybe like five or six. And we picked the one that you see, um, which is, it's a redwood branch with a redwood cone and, um, redwood is, uh, you know, fire resistant and very hardy tree. And if you've never been to, uh, the, the Northern California Bay area, um, you should definitely come just to see the trees, um, the Avenue of Giants, and you know yeah. all of these amazing, and also not to, you know, leave out the sequoias, but oh. like, you know, like I, I always like to go, you know, out there camping and whatever, and think like, what did the first people who saw this like think? Like, you know, they see like this, you know. 300 foot tree 200 foot tree with you know a, a diameter of like you know 15 feet yeah like what like what crossed their mind like why is there an organism on earth this big yeah and this old mm. um and so you know i thought that that sort of um metaphor for the artwork the the redwood branch really kind of like resonated with us and um so we went with that artwork um and then our enclosure person, um, F5 Metalworks, uh, Jacob, um, who does a lot of people's stuff, you know, we, I was talking with him. I was like, hey, we're going to do a small run, like 25 of these. And he was like, cool, like, what's what's up with the branch or whatever? And I was like, oh, we're going to, you know, donate all the proceeds to Fire Relief. We're just doing it kind of like a, um, you know, a fun, you know, trying to do our part kind of thing. And he was like, oh, you're, this is like a charity thing. And I was like, yeah. And he he actually donated the enclosures like one hundred percent. We didn't cool. we didn't pay a dime. Um, 
And that's like a huge part of the, the bill of materials for any pedal is the enclosure. Like, you know, a lot of the stuff is pretty cheap to make and the enclosure, like you just can't get around it. It's, it's a lot of metal, it's, it's powder coat, it's, it's print, it's expensive. And so, you know, Jacob at F5 was like, I'm gonna cover it all. I'm gonna send them to you for free. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. And, um, and then that's where I kind of got the idea for like doing it like 100% of proceeds. Cause I kind of been like seeing a lot of, um, you know, asks for, for money out there. And it, you know, a lot of it, you don't really know where your dollar's going. Is it like 20%, 80%, 93%? You know, you can look up charities on the internet and find out how much of your dollar goes. But I was just like, I'm just gonna say every penny of every dollar is gonna go to the two organizations that we're working with. Um, just like, it was just almost like it was just easier to do it that way. And so like we, we sort of absorbed all the other uh, manufacturing costs and, and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like how that came about. It, it sold out in three hours. It was, uh, I was very shocked. It, you know, people seem to really like it. I'm, I'm really excited that a bunch of people are going to have a gale now. Um, cause I like that circuit a lot. Um, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. Um, and then, so, you know, we're donating 5,000 bucks that we, we made yesterday. Um, so if you're listening, you know, yesterday was the day that it was released and we're pretty stoked. So that is fantastic, man. Well done. Yeah. That's good on you and, uh, oh, good on everybody else for jumping on that. Yeah. I, I missed the boat by, I must've been by what, five minutes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think there was a, a website problem at one point, but, um, like some people added it to their cart. So they, t it took it out of inventory and then like they oh. never checked out and then they never bought it, and then they closed the window later, so other people bought it. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how the internet works. I'm not. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm not Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Anyways, um, well, dude, I really appreciate you sharing. You know everything. Now, I, I, we didn't spend a whole lot of time kind of getting into your whole back deal, and we usually do that. But I, I'm just. I like where you're at with these things right now. And I want to learn more about them selfishly. Awesome. <laughs> um, and uh, I make sure that anybody that doesn't know, because sometimes it's shocking. It's like, w we think, oh, well, surely you know about this brand or this brand or this brand. And people are like, huh? Mm -hmm. um, and so anything that we can do to help get the word out of about builders, even if you've been around for 10 years, uh, there's plenty of people that still haven't, we don't know everybody we're still running into people we're like who's this person over here so yeah totally uh, anyway so it's been it's been fantastic talking to you and learning about this um, we're gonna spend a little bit of time with Jared and then we'll wrap ourselves out of this and, and lavish more thank yous to you in just a little bit okay great it's time to shift into would you rather Ooh, that's a good Today was a special uh, Would You Rather song because one of the rock pioneer gods of our time uh, sadly passed away. Huge. Um, uh, yeah, he's a huge pioneer rock god. Um, he taught us all how to shred, you know, and he used a drill on the guitar and um, he messed with the guitar and 
did his own thing with the guitar, and I'm talking about Eddie Van Halen. That's right. So R.I.P. E.V.H. That's right. Okay. So this this would you rather is really simple, and we're gonna have a three for tonight in honor of Eddie Van Halen. So would you rather have the white and black Frankenstrat, the real early one, or the Bumblebee, which he used on Van Halen too, I believe. Or the famous red Frankenstrat with the, I don't know if it was a patent number, PAF in the bridge or a PAF in the bridge and a red looking bobbin strat that did nothing. It was just there in the neck <laughs> with an exposed switch. Yeah, that this is the, nothing. the one that a huge amount of people, it's impossible Cloned. not to associate this one with him. This is yeah. the most associated yep. one with him. Yes. Um, and actually, that was the red one was actually the black and white one, as yeah. we discovered. Yeah. So he started off the black and white one, had a pick guard. It did have a, a uh, probably a PAF or some Gibson pickup in it. I read about it like 15 years ago, and I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Forgot about <laughs> and it. then in later years, he cut the... <laughs> The pick guard off. Yeah. It just kept the little control section, put more striping on, and then sprayed it red. Yeah. And uh, added a bunch of other crazy stuff to it. Oh, yeah. Coins and things yeah. in the. Yeah. Lifting the up the bridge and yep. all that. You flip the quarter in and yeah. give it the. Uh, smart guy, man. Uh, that was uh, that was the OG drop D, I believe. It was a. Mm, I don't, I don't know. know. And lifted that. up the bridge. Did someone just I'm uh, a D? Mm. You know, it swung around. <laughs> swung around. So cocked the bridge. Anyways. Yes. Um, who knows? That that there's so much lore in that thing. I could be dead wrong. I could probably be right. Who knows? Um Okay. So we got a threefer. Now, the white one associated more closely with the very first Van Halen album, the one that most of us all fell in love with. Um this uh van halen 2 we got bumblebee and then later on migration into the uh the frankenstrat the famous red frankenstrat so tony baloney what are you doing mm. well you know the 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 frankenstrat whether it is the white one or the red one they were pretty rough roughly made guitars um i i had a chance to see the real one uh, a year, couple years ago at, at the NAMM show. And, uh, man, it looks, it's, I think he used uh, a hammer and chisel on a lot of it to, instead of a router. And um, I saw it with you, didn't I? I think we were there at the same yeah. time. It was up at the, the Charvel or, no, yeah. or the Kramer booth. Yep. Defender Kramer booth. And um, the cool thing about the Bumblebee is that was kind of the refined version of that he's you know he said yeah. he found out all the experiments on the on the original one and then that was the one that he made that uh that encapsulated that but my choice i mean you gotta go with the red one i mean that's as beat up and as probably worn out i think that one's probably had a, a half dozen necks on it over the years too but um, but that is the the guitar when you think Eddie Van Halen. That's the one you think of. Yeah. So that's I have to go with that. Yeah. Okay, Jared. I'm not gonna have a long drawn out answer like 
good old Tony Baloney did. But uh, because of the the well known association, I'm definitely going to go with the the red one and uh, the bridge pickup. I've I've studied that. I've read about that a hundred times, and I've read a hundred different things about it. What happened? Did he rewound the pickup, and then Seymour Duncan rewound it, and then I don't know. So I'd love to know the actual truth behind it. Unfortunately, I won't hear it from Eddie Van Halen now, but um, maybe he did. I don't know if if anybody out there knows if he actually talked specifically about that pickup. Let me know uh, if see any documents about or documentary or documentary. That's what I'm looking for. But yeah, man. Um, that I would definitely go with the red just to kind of reverse engineer everything because it, it all tells a story. You know. Okay. Let's go with Brian. I'm going to go white. I got to go uh, original. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at pictures online right now and Eddie's junk is like way out in the open here yep <laughs> pretty much which chunk are you referring I mean, to <laughs> all of it yeah no all of it um i just i don't know i like the single humbucking like i don't know i just like white and black i think that's what it is <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair what about you, old Tadaruski? Oh, man, well, see, I'm torn because I want I like Van Halen one. The the hits on that are just, I mean, it's unstoppable. Like, it's it's hard to it's hard to imagine. Like, you got running with the devil. You got eruption. You got ain't talking about love. I'm the one. Atomic punch, like little dreamer. I. I I'm going with number one, doggone it. I'm going to go with number one because that's that was the root of of everything. That's what I'm going with. Okay. As much as I like, like Unchained, which, oh my God, I love that song. That's that's probably my favorite one of theirs. But, but the other stuff, it's like you listen to that whole thing and you're just like, where did this come from? And it came from that. And mm-hmm. so I want that. Okay. So the poor Bumblebee gets left out. Poor Bumblebee gets left out. Yeah, <laughs> Van Halen too. Yeah, not my favorite one. But <laughs> anyways, uh, well, if you if anybody has bothered going to our website ever um, at the conception of the website, I at the bottom put a, a quote that says, "I play guitar like I'm falling down a flight of stairs." And I hope to land on my feet. And I say this with the absolute most sincerity. I remember standing in a music store when I was a kid. And I was, I went in this music store all the time and I never bought a thing. And I, I didn't have a guitar yet, but I wanted one really, really bad. And I saw the cover of this thing and it, it was Eddie Van Halen on the cover and I opened it up and the very first thing I saw was a pull quote that said, I play guitar like I'm falling down a flight of stairs and hope to land on my feet. And that changed everything. Thank you, Eddie Van Halen. RIP. Have you fallen down some stairs? 
I probably have. Have you landed on some on your feet? No. <laughs> <laughs> and sadly, that was also probably the, the demise of my of where I could have been better at guitar because I'm like, well, if he doesn't, if you know, <laughs> I, I've told that story before, but. Uh, you know, later on in that interview, he said, yeah, he can't, he didn't read music. And mm -hmm. that was before he started getting like, uh, lessons from Joe Satriani and everything and le apparently learning <laughs> how to read music. So I was like, well, if he doesn't have to, I mean, pff, why should I? That's right. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. That was my, that was the most, maybe the, the most hearty thing. I almost cracked there a little bit. I'm not yeah, going to lie. I mean, yeah. it meant a lot to me. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. We need to thank a few people. Yes. Tony Baloney? Yes. At this point of the show, we like to thank a special group of people. Uh, if you want to become a patron, a sponsor of this podcast, go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. You'll find a couple of different levels in which you can participate, and each level comes with a great, great, great prize package. Things like T-shirts and barefoot buttons and, oh, flashlights and stickers and pics and all the good stuff. But there's a certain level that we have. We call them our executive producers. And they get all of that great stuff, but they get something else. Mm. Jared? They get to have their name read on the thing. Correct, Amundo. Their name read on the thing. And that's what I'm going to do right now. I have to take an extra deep breath because yes, you do. this list just grew by one today. Mm. Special thanks to executive producers Tom Barazin, Martin Cliff, John Daly, Chris Kearney, Darren Gregory, Doug Christ, Michael Van Zant, Ken Sayers, Brian Robison, Michael Senchuk, Stefan Lamb, Johnny Knowles, Anthony Lanthrop, John Anglin, Tyler Bray, Brad Partridge, Chris Heidel, John Esterly, Doug Gann, Justin Jones, Brett Alexander, James White, Matt Hart, Liam Martin, James Pennington, Richard Kendall, Ty Harmon, John Williams, Michael DeLuccio, and John Jackson. John Jackson. Our newest and bestest friend. Yes, sir. That is correct. But can I continue? You please continue, please. <laughs> Thank you. You, you. Yes. So we have another group of people that are executive producers, but they're even a little more special. Yes. That's right. We call them our grand poobas, and one of they the play mahjong at the top of our temple <laughs> yeah. in their fezes in the in, at tea time. <laughs> uh, but they they do wear fezes. We send an, a lovely fez yeah. that they can wear that yeah. they must wear they while must listening. Wear. Whilst listening to the podcast. Yes. So special thanks to these grand poobas, Jonathan Jerusik, Corey Nigro, David Kaminga, Cody Lane, Cody Foster, Sean S., yes. Tommy Manasco, yes. Mark Garten, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Zach Melton, and Tim Nowak. All right. Hey, thank everybody. You. Thank you so thank much. You, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. You. We love you. All right, Brian Bicknell, thank you for joining our show today. Spruce Effects, everybody, go check them out. We appreciate you coming on the show, sharing your wares, and telling your story. And uh, we're glad that you're a friend of ours now. Our door is always open to you. Thank you. 
Oh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, so you can go to www.sprucefx.com. Uh, that's where you can find all of our stuff. And if you want a special little uh, discount code, you can enter uh, guitar knobs and you'll get 15% off, and we'll run that until we feel like not running it anymore. So. Nice. Holy macaroni. For which pedals? Any available pedals. Um, it, it probably won't apply to uh, the Americana series, but um, etched or classic, it'll work. Awesome. We're, nice. We're into it. That is a fantastic discount. Thank you so much. That is very generous. We really appreciate that. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, get yourself one of these. I would, I, I would highly recommend the Gale and that whole Etch series, man, that's killer because that's all of the sounds that you just need on the board, no matter what, anyhow. So, go do it. It's going to a a, a good guy with a with a great brand and a good ethos. So, uh, anyways, you. let's see here, Tony Baloney. Yep. Where can people find you? Head over to PickGuardian.com. Check out some of the stuff that I have available for sale there. But as I've often said, most of what I do is custom work. So shoot me an email. Let me know what you need, what you're thinking in terms of color and all that fun stuff, and I will make it happen. Fantastical. Jared? Well, if you need any new pickups, new old-looking pickups to match your old guitar, Mm -hmm. or anything of that sort, you need a rewind done. And as a matter of fact, our friend Mark Chatfield... Ah. Uh, yeah, guitar player for the Silver Bullet Band. And the gods. That's right. He sent me a Telecaster bridge pickup, and I, I wound it to standard. But he emailed me and said, hey, great job on the rewind. It, it measures out at 6.66. Ah. <laughs> and he's like, Perfect. we're going to play some Megadeth with this. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. But uh, yeah, go to BrandonWallPickups.com or find me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and uh, we'll help you out. Awesome. You can send me an email, Todd at the guitarnobs.com. You can also shoot me a DM on Instagram at guitarnobs. Please share your would you rathers. We would love to hear them. Uh, we'd love to hear what's going on in your in your music world, man. Just uh, you know, send what you think of the show and stuff. Send show us a us. line, everybody. All right, uh, Brian again, ginormous thank you. Yay. Thank Yay. you. And uh, big, uh, big shout out to Eddie Van Halen one more time. Thank you for everything, Mr. Man. Have a great guitar week, everybody, and subscribe. Yeah. That one. That was a good clap, Jared. Yeah. I hurt my ears. That was a meaningful clap. I think that was meant for my head. <laughs> that, that's for Eddie. That you should. Jeez. Way to go, Jared. Tony Baloney. No. <laughs> I wasn't expecting <laughs> you to say that. No. Can't do that twice. That'll suck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> then he gets in a kitchen, and it's like Buttertown, and, and yeah. go for it. So. Mm, that's my town. <laughs> Buttertown. <laughs> yeah, Buttertown. Tony, Tony's from Buttertown. <laughs> Butterburg. I'm coming. He around. goes back every we'll weekend. Back every weekend. Butterville, <laughs> Butterburg. Yeah. Coke Zero instead of bologna sandwich. <laughs> Perfect. Can, okay. Can of Coke Zero. Before Jared ends up eating my face off, um, we will get on with this Let's show. Let's do here. it. 
Which is yes. a reminder that any uh, any building or type stuff uh, makes its way loud and clear over the airwaves here. Um, we want we I got kind of Jeff Goldblumy right there a little bit. Mm-hmm. She did. Uh, that was a good right, rhythm. Uh, I like right that. There and uh, I uh, well, let's just move on to the uh, next thing there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, Tony with the zinger. Ah. Hey. Maybe a little bit. Okay. I'm always willing to embarrass myself a little bit, though. That's what my bully said. That's Are you my bully? bully? <laughs> 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 Let me try this again. Okay, I'm going to try that again. Sorry, okay. that was a mess. Start it over. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff you can connect with us on social too at our facebook page and share your gear and stories on our facebook group also be sure to check out our instagram at guitar knobs catch you next time